Prime Minister Shinzo Abe has been rushed to the hospital after apparently being shot during a campaign speech. Commander's owner Dan Snyder is ready to testify before Congress about workplace misconduct allegations. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. It's midnight on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. A 42-year-old man has been arrested for attempted murder after Japan's former leader collapsed and was bleeding while giving a campaign speech. The Associated Press says Japanese public television reports Shinzo Abe was apparently shot. The BBC's Jonathan Savage. At an event where the former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe was speaking, uh, we're told from news agencies uh, Reuters and AFP as well as the NHK News Service in Japan uh, that he collapsed during the speech there was a gunshot like sound uh, and he has been observed bleeding um, and was taken to hospital. That public broadcaster NHK now says a gun has been recovered. What does British Prime Minister Boris Johnson's resignation mean for America's relationship with the UK? I'm Tom Foti. The Biden administration's taking the British political upheaval pretty much in stride. The president as he was walking away from microphones at a ceremonial White House event. But later, there was more. Our alliance with the United Kingdom continues to be strong. Our special relationship with the people in the country will continue to endure. White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre. Tom Foti, CBS News, Washington. The Las Vegas Raiders have named Sandra Douglas Morgan the team's new president. She's the first black woman to hold that position in the NFL. The importance and effect of it is not lost on me. And I know that sports is a male-dominated industry, just as gaming was. And, you know, we need to continue to break down these barriers. Morgan is the former chairwoman of the Nevada Gaming Control Board. Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin has learned his fate for violating George Floyd's civil rights. CBS's Jennifer Mayerly in Minneapolis. Chauvin is already serving a 22-and-a-half-year sentence for his conviction on state murder and manslaughter charges at Minnesota's only maximum security prison. As part of today's plea deal, he will be moved from a state prison where he is serving his sentence in solitary confinement to a federal prison which is viewed as being safer. Chauvin got 21 years. President Biden gave the Medal of Freedom to 17 people, among them soccer champion Megan Rapinoe. Megan is one of the most accomplished soccer players and the first soccer player to receive the Medal of Freedom. Beyond the World Cup titles and Olympic medals, Megan is a champion for essential American truth that everyone, everyone is entitled to be treated with dignity and respect. Actor Sasha Baron Cohen on Thursday defeated an appeal by former Alabama Judge Roy Moore, who had accused Cohen of defamation. Moore said Cohen falsely portrayed him as a pedophile in an interview for a television show. This is CBS News. These are a few of my favorite things. Sing along with the sound of music, live at Wolf Trap, Saturday, July 16th. When the dog bites, when the bee stings. This is your chance to sing with the Von Trapps as the classic film and song lyrics are shown on huge screens. The Hills Are Alive with Sing Along Sound of Music, live at Wolf Trap, Saturday, July 16th. Tickets on sale now at wolftrap.org. WTOP at 12.03. Good Friday morning, July 8th, 2022. Mostly cloudy, muggy, overnight early morning. Might see a spotty shower, patchy fog by daybreak. Lows in the 60s and 70s before we're done. We're at 73 in Washington now. 
Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your Friday morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you this morning, attorneys for Washington Commander's owner Dan Snyder have apparently told a congressional panel this week he is now willing to testify this month in connection with a probe into workplace misconduct. WTOP's Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller with that this morning to get us started. A letter from his lawyer states that Snyder is willing to cooperate with the House Oversight Committee, which issued him a subpoena last month. The panel has been investigating what it's called the team's toxic workplace over the years, which has included allegations of sexual harassment from former cheerleaders and women who worked for the organization. The committee originally wanted Snyder to appear before lawmakers along with NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, who did testify last month. Snyder's legal team says he will be in Israel for an event to pay homage to his mother who died a year ago, but says he could testify virtually at the end of the month. The committee says it's reviewing the correspondence and is still committed to getting Snyder's testimony. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. The Richmond Police Department refusing this week to share crucial evidence to verify its claim a mass shooting was planned on Monday, July 4th in the city. WRIC-TV in Richmond reports the arrest made in connection to the plot have apparently become an international incident. A day after the city's police chief said a hero citizen helped police stop that attack, a spokesperson and attorney for the cops refused WRIC's request to actually listen to the audio of the call and to physically see the guns police said were seized. Now arrested were 52-year-old Julio Eduardo Dubon and 38-year-old Roland Balacarcel, who are accused in the plot, both uh, police, a, both a police spokesperson and Richmond's mayor said the mass shooting plot was meant for the crowd gathered at Dogwood Dell that night, a public park space that included an amphitheater. But WRIC is reporting this morning the anonymous caller did not specify any location. In that call, the arrest have prompted international attention, including the Guatemalan government. The consulate of Guatemala in Maryland says that he has requested an interview with both men who are from Guatemala. The challenges of policing were recognized this week during a ceremony marking the Montgomery County Police Department's 100th anniversary. There were somber moments during the event marking the century since the first Montgomery County police officers were sworn in, including the recognition of fallen officers. Officer Noah A. Liotta, end of watch, December 10th, 2015. Maryland Governor Larry Hogan mentioned three recent incidents in which police were assaulted. Last Saturday night, a Montgomery County Police Department cruiser was fired upon in Germantown. And Montgomery County Executive Mark Elrich commented, This is a tough job anywhere, and to succeed, every officer deserves to work in an institution like MCPD that is committed to training our officers to be the best they can be. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. She saw D.C. through the pandemic as its health director, and now Dr. LaQuandra Nesbitt says she's leaving her role at the end of this month. Nesbitt sat down with our DMV uh, download podcasts recently and the host there to talk about her legacy and what's next for her. Appointed as director of DC Health in 2015, Dr. LaQuandra Nesbitt calls the job an absolute honor, but she's moving on from government. At this point in my career, I'd like to be able to address um, the health of our communities from a different vantage point. Nesbitt became a household name standing alongside the mayor at daily COVID briefings throughout the pandemic. Part of my job was taking in all of those inputs and doing my best job to make it plain language and give people those simple instructions they could follow at the various phases. Uh, and at the same time, right, you're trying to keep yourself healthy. Here are full conversation and her take on the new variant BA4 on WTOP's daily news podcast, The DMV Download. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Would you know what to do in a poison emergency? Would you know whom to call? Well... 
The answer is poison help. 1-800-222-1222. Poison help is a 24-7 government hotline staffed by poison experts. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.